It's time for Not Bad Dad, now in better than potato quality with Fuzz. The struggle is real, Claude. And Jeff. Oh, it's totally lame. Let's start the show. All right, is it better here or was it better when I was up a little bit higher? Uh, like, no, that, that's is okay. it like right here is really good if I get right up on yeah, it? Yeah, that's, that's good. Get how, right up on it? How's okay. this? Is this okay? Yeah, no, it sounds good. I just, I've never really used Skype in this capacity. Well, it's been a while, but. So I had to buy software because people were complaining about our our using our phones so i ended up buying audio hijack from rogue amiga uh, rogue amoeba so that we can actually record like professionals oh man you better we better get a sponsor i spent 32 dollars what well and and if we do soundcloud that's going to cost us too i know i don't think that's going to happen i think we'll have to cycle stuff out this is getting ridiculous jeff it is (laughs) This is horrible. Now, don't tell our wives because if we're spending money, they're not going to be happy about that. No, they're not. (laughs) (laughs) I know from experience. (laughs) I mean, I completely understand. I mean, I get it. Right. Right. I'd like to make some money or at least break even. I mean, now we're going to be in the hole. Is it ironic that both of us do this in our offices? (laughs) Your office looks like your house. Looks cool. Yeah, no, my office is uh, nice. It looks like a home. It's still, actually here. I'm gonna pan you around here, you can so you can see my oh. office. I've got hey, to, is I, that uh, Van Gogh you got in the corner over there? Uh, no, no, no. That's a me. poster no, from Door County. Nice. But I, I think I have the nicest office in the building. Don't tell my yeah. CEO. No, I won't. That's a sweet office. I'll give you. I'll give you the tour of mine here. Okay. I've actually been in yours. So. Oh well, then. F- it. All right. <laughs> I forgot that. How long ago was that? It was probably like 2006. Yeah, it's, now it's basically the same thing. It's just my windows are covered with post-its and, you know, design stuff. and Sure. All that. That's an original Mr. Brainwash you see there in the corner. Uh, which, where? Uh, the, the kid over my shoulder with the oh. green splash on his face. I don't know, I don't know if, if you know who Mr. Brainwash I d- is. I don't. Who is Mr. Brainwash? Uh, if you watch the movie Exit Through the Gift Shop. Okay. It was a documentary they did a few years ago on Banksy. And uh, Mr. Brainwash is actually the guy who originally was trying to get to interview Banksy, if you're familiar with Banksy. I'm not. Oh, he's like this London street artist. He's like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so this guy was trying to chase him down and interview him. And he, you know, worked his way up in the circuit, supposedly, of, you know, filming street artists and eventually got to interview Banksy and follow him around and, you know, shoot video of him doing stuff. And he blurred out his face. And, and so then Banksy says to him, what are you going to do with all this footage? He said, I'm going to make a movie. And he goes back and makes this movie and shows it to him. And it's just like they showed a clip of it. It was a horrible like hodgepodge of stuff. And uh, so Banksy's like, all right, give me the footage. I'll make the movie. And so the guy's like, well, what am I supposed to do? He's like, go make art. And so then he goes and he starts doing art. And all of his stuff is basically like, I'll say it's a ripoff, but it pretty much is. He merges like Andy Warhol and pop art stuff with like other iconic things. So it's basically you look at it, it's like, yeah, that's like an Andy Warhol print and a Beatles album cover mixed together or something like that. And he's made all this money. And out of supposedly out of nowhere. And so like the big running mystery is, is that is it really this guy doing this artwork or is it Banksy doing the artwork and propping this guy up and therefore kind of thumbing their nose at the art sure. world? Yeah. Because like that print cost me like he doesn't like limited editions and I got one and that was the one and that was like $200. Sure. 
and it sells I think on eBay for like twenty five hundred. So cool. It's yeah. So I don't know. I'm just happy. It'd be kind of cool to find out that it's actually a Banksy piece. So, so this piece right here. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like a weatherman. <laughs> We got to do like the YouTube thing. If one, I, 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 we're not doing video, are, we, are you actually? No, 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 no. We're not okay. recording video. But okay. people will see this and or hear this and use theater of the mind to see. But see, this image here, I just got for Christmas. Yep. It is. There's an artist, and I don't know his name because I'm not like you, and I don't care. And yep. what this guy does is he goes to rummage sales and gets oh. gets these uh, you know paintings and whatever and then he paints right. he paints other stuff into it right so in this painting you, you can't see it from here but no. it, it's um, a painting of a house on a pond yes and the guy is painted into the pond Darth Vader fishing with a stormtrooper <laughs> running the, the motor the outboard motor and then up in the clouds is the Death Star so, that's awesome yeah that's awesome. That's actually getting to be like a really big trend. People like going and uh, doing like what I don't know what they call it, like flea market re-art or something like that. Sure. Where they go and buy these old like paintings for like 10 or 15 bucks and then they add like a, you know, imperial walker to them or, you know, and, and, and you know, not to just continue to do harp on Banksy, but that was kind of one of the things he did was one of the first things he did. He was doing that. And then he had actually snuck a painting. He did similar mm-hmm. like that. He took one of those painted something weird in it. And snuck it into like the Louvre or the uh, like London's Museum of Modern Art or something, and actually hung it, <laughs> and like nobody knew it until they figured it out. And then I think they kept it because you know then it's worth something. Right. So yeah, that's crazy. It's kind of like the Robert Crown affair in reverse, or Thomas Crown affair. <laughs> it's like the Jonathan Crown affair. And what? <laughs> you guys saw that movie, right? <laughs> straight to Redbox. Yes, straight to the Redbox. I've never actually used Redbox in my life. Have you? What? Ever? Yeah, no. I, I. It's great if you can get like one of the three movies that come out. You know, they put out like you know new movies each week, and usually there's about two good ones, and the rest of them are just horrible. It's like you know worse than USA Up All Night movies. And they're bad. <laughs> You know, they get like all the rip off. The worst is like uh, having kids is they, they'll do the rip off movies on there. Yeah. So it's like uh, when Planes came out, uh, <laughs> it was like Planes the movie came out. Right. And on Redbox, like the next week they had like Jets or something <laughs> like that. And it looks kind of like they do the artwork to make it look like Planes. And they do. <laughs> it's just like the kids are like, oh, let's get that. Let's get that. And I'm just like, no, no, I'm not even spending the money on that. That's horrible. <laughs> It's yeah. It's got a horrible overdub and all that. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. They they threw it together in like five minutes. It's like this podcast, but they actually charge for it. <laughs> Ooh, now there's a novel idea. What are we talking about today? I don't know. What are we talking about today? What was our? Uh, I felt like we had something. I feel like we always have something right after the show that we want to talk. Daycare was one of the things. Oh, daycare. That's right. I'll tell you. Uh, you know, talking about daycare and, and we can get on the full daycare topic, but I uh, subscribe to like many people do mm-hmm. the local my local buy and sell Facebook page. So okay. like things are for sale in my area, which I've had some good success selling things. And, and you know, maybe it kind of takes some of the Craigslist creep factor out, but it is riddled with that's basically where like grammar went to die is local <laughs> for sale pages. And I'm just shocked at I saw someone on there. You know, something to the effect of, and, and I always read it in sort of like a trashy, you know, voice when I read them. And it was like, 
I need daycare for my kid on Monday and it has to be cheap and you got to pick them up because I don't have a car and I can only get there by 630 at night. And I'm just kind of like, okay, that's, you know, <laughs> reminds me of that commercial where the guy's talking. It's like, you know, where surgery is really cheap. It's just like, yeah, I want really cheap daycare. I understand it. daycare is insanely expensive. It just comes off as horrible when you are get on Facebook asking random people to watch your kids right. and, and, you know, saying like, I can't pick them up and or drop them off, which I also get, but it just, you know, you got to go to a different source than just putting it out there like that. I, that's my opinion. Yeah, you know? no, I, I agree. When I had my first child, when my ex-wife and I had our first child, my ex-wife worked for a daycare. So right. I never had to go through the struggles oh. of finding. Oh. Well, <laughs> you poor, poor man. Well, luckily we started looking now because I wouldn't have even thought of. Oh, you got to get on that waiting list. Right. Huh? That's, it, yes, I'm on a waiting list now, but. I, and you're I got, excited about it. Too, I got an, I got an email from a an acquaintance that said, "Hey, I heard you guys are having a kid. My wife owns a daycare. You should probably get on the waiting list now if you're looking for it." Oh, that's thankfully, helpful. I'm I'm extremely thankful that he did. And he actually told me, like when we got married, he said, uh, "Hey, if you guys plan to have kids, you should probably get on the waiting list now." And I'm like, "Well, that doesn't even make sense." Right. And so now yeah. they're like, well, you know, the, the baby's due in June and my wife's a teacher. So she's got the summer off and then she's right. got some sick time or whatever maternity time. Right. And so we won't need daycare till November of 2015. Cool. And they're like, well, we might have one space open, but we might not. So, right. They kind of do that anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, that, well, I mean, which I, I totally get. I know. I mean, it's business and I know how it works, but. It's I never realized. So now we have to go tour all these different places, and we might not get the one that we want. And yeah, uh, it's it, the struggle is real, Claude. It, it is. <laughs> That's crazy. It, it you know we were looking around, and and at first when our first child was born, we kind of decided you know we don't want to do. <clears throat> Well, we didn't really know. Actually, I was going to say we didn't want to do home daycares, but we didn't know. So we went to a, a couple centers. Yeah. Uh, cause you know, you think, okay, they're, they're really highly regulated because they got a lot of employees coming in and out, you know, they must be really structured. And if they've been around for a while, they must mm-hmm. be good. And you know, then, but then you run into the whole price thing where they're high and low I'm doing that in reverse. If anybody <laughs> could actually see this. Um, so we, you know, the funny thing is we went into a couple and it, it really does kind <coughs> of in my head turn into a, you know, kind of herd them all together and do something. There's less individual hands-on stuff, but we were in one and we were talking with the director and she's like, oh, you know, we, our employees wash their hands after every, they change every baby. And as we're sitting there, like a girl changes <laughs> a baby, like on a table across the room, you know, puts her back up, goes and walks off and doesn't wash her hands. And, you know, I know that's going to happen. It was just like in the moment the worst possible thing that could have happened for my opinion of that place you know starts eating out of a bag of chips (laughs) feeding the kid them yeah (laughs) so we uh we did both uh we found a really good home daycare which was nice and uh you know there's plenty of resources online if you google stuff because heaven knows there's everything's out there but, uh, you know, we found a really good home daycare, which was nice. So our kids were there for a couple of years and then we moved them to a center, which was a little bit closer. Uh, 
until my wife ended up quitting her job to be a full-time stay-at-home mom and run her own business. Uh, sure. So the center was that we took them to that at that point was good to start. Uh, there were things as we were there I, I didn't like, um, just some of the procedural things. And, you know, you kind of run into that. And you'll probably maybe see this too, but especially at a center, as soon as your kid's like temperature, like even like grazes 100 or oh, whatever yeah, it no, is, it's like ding, ding. There's the phone call, but like at our home daycare, you know, she'd call us and be like, look, he's got, you know, a hundred degree temperature. I'm gonna, is it okay if I give him, you know, some Tylenol or whatever? And then, you know, if the temperature goes down, she's not like throwing him out on the street, you know, cause we're not there in time, but you know, at a daycare center, you gotta, so. Now it's, see, when my daughter was growing up, we had her at that daycare center, which was a huge center and they had like a full structured learning program yeah but then for i think it was like six months when she was like three or four we decided it would be cheaper if we took her to a home daycare right and we did that and we noticed her development went way down compared oh, to really? it was with and when there was only like two or three kids compared to when she was in a class with like 20 kids okay so uh she really thrived once we got her into uh back into the the big center yeah. daycare so um that's crazy because, I mean, I kind of experienced the opposite. Really? You know, the one thing at daycare centers, it really is like a mini school. And sickness, <laughs> like the Petri dish, is in full effect oh, at yeah. a center. <laughs> you know, like we were there and right after we left, like and foot and mouth broke out. Oh, you know? yeah. yeah. It's just like, oh, <laughs> you know, like we dodged that bullet, you know. <laughs> Have you ever had pink eye? Uh, I had pink eye. I used to be a lifeguard in high school, so I did okay. have my share of pink eye, but not recently. Have you had pink eye? I've had pink eye twice as an adult. I never had it as a kid. But what? Th- but thanks to daycare, I had oh. in school. I've had pink eye twice, thanks to my daughter, who you know apparently contracts pink eye from anything. So the it is uh, as an adult, it you know goes away in like a day, but yeah, it's just gross and it's. Uh, Pro tip for here's a tip for all the dads out there. Uh, if your kids have pink eye, wash your hands a lot before touching your face. <laughs> yes. Oh no, I know. And it, well, write that one down, Fuzz. You might want to look into that. But I I did, and that's the thing. It you just can't stop it. Once it crosses the barrier, it's just right. in. And my wife's a teacher, so she brings home all the crap from school. Oof. And you know, now I have a ten year old daughter, and we're gonna have an infant. So. Yeah. Expect me to be sick a lot on the show next year. Right. (laughs) We'll be selling. uh, We're going to get a hanky sponsor. (laughs) This uh, show brought to you by Kleenex. I actually got hankies for Christmas from someone a couple years ago. And I I just kind of I was like, am I like an 80 year old man? I'm like, I don't know. I'm. And I, I honestly, I've never, I shouldn't say I've never seen anybody, but I haven't seen anybody pull out hankies in a few years. And, and I was kind of like, well, okay. So they're just kind of hanging around. So if anybody uh, is looking for some monogrammed hankies <laughs> with the initials JR, give me a, give me a call. So I was traveling, it was probably three or four months ago and I had a little bit of the sniffles going on and I was with my CEO and he handed me a handkerchief and I'm like, he's like, don't worry, it's clean. And Gross. I'm, I'm just like, well. <laughs> no, it's not because <laughs> you had it in your pocket. But I used it anyway. Yeah, you kind of like, got to. And then I'm like, well, uh, I'll just bring it back to you uh, after I wash it. So <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. My my grandfather was a big hanky guy. And so I never really thought much we'll about see. it. But as it gets older, I'm just I'm just like, ah. 
Mr. Hanky. <laughs> Mr. Hanky, yeah, right. Howdy, Sheriff. <laughs> I actually flipped on South Park. I mean, we have Hulu, and we're in that kind of dead zone of, you know, like not even Christmas, like before Christmas, sure. past New Year's, where there's nothing on. And so, I mean, we started watching like Deadliest Catch, which, you know, whatever. But I actually flipped on an episode of South Park. It was pretty funny. And, and it's funny because we're doing the podcast here. And Cartman is uh, doing like YouTube uh, commenting <laughs> on everything. And so he was like commenting on like a uh, Christmas like show or something like that. And like the network hired him to like be in the like the little corner above at the top here. Sure. He's like, oh, it's totally lame. Uh, Cartman. And so he's like, Cartman, bro. So he's just like just doing this thing in the whole time. Like Cartman's in the corner, like commenting on the whole show. It's just hilarious. I'm like, and my wife's looking at me and she's like, are you really laughing at this? And I said, yeah, it's funny. Yeah, I remember when South Park came out, man. We were I was uh, it was my second junior year in college. Yes, and uh, <laughs> it was I mean, at that point I just God, I mean, we must watch that show over and over and over again. Well, it was the like t- the only thing on. <laughs> right, the only thing on. Central. It was Sports Center and and South Park on Comedy Central. I think were the two shows that we watched yes. in college. That was when. Uh, who was the guy that was doing the Daily Show then? The tall guy. Oh, uh, Oberman? No, not Oberman. Uh, um, Craig. No. Yeah, I was gonna say it's Craig something. with blonde hair. Yeah. Craig Ferguson. That's Craig Ferguson. Right. Yeah, I think it maybe. Uh, Craig Ferguson's the guy who does the Late Show, isn't he? The British guy. Yeah. Let's see here. First <laughs> Daily. Sh- I'm gonna Google live on the air show host. Hold on, folks. Hit the Googler. Give All us right. a give us a little audio thing like a. Ladies and gentlemen, it was Craig Kilborn. Craig Kilborn, and he went on to do like Sports Center or something like that, or was a Sports Center guy originally? Well, let's or Sports Dirty. He was, yes, suit? he was a former. Let me read from Wikipedia. The available, be all end all available at Wikipedia.org. Craig Anthony Marcus Kilborn, born August twenty fourth, nineteen sixty two, is an American actor and talk show host. He was the original host of The Daily Show, a former anchor on ESPN Sports Center, and Tom Snyder's successor on CBS's The Late Late Show. Oh, and so we kind of were right with The Late Late Show in there, too. We were. So, And I don't want to read it anymore because I really don't care about him. <laughs> you know what would be kind of fun? And I don't know why, but if they could get Carson Daly to do The Daily Show. Oh. He's probably kicking himself. He's like, how come I didn't think of that name? That would be so meta, as the kids I- are saying. <laughs> The, the kids love to say that. I actually saw Carson Daly on uh, – he does like the New Year's Eve show. Right. And, uh, God, that was horrible. We cut the cable like a year ago. Are you guys off cable? Oh, man. I've been off cable for like two – no, like three or four years. And okay. I, as, after we cut it off, like mm-hmm. a month after we cut it off, I was like, God, I wish we would have done this like two years ago. So here's what we do. I got an Apple TV box. Okay. That's what we start out with. Uh we, we dropped our Netflix to just streaming because you can stream that right through Net, uh, Apple TV box. And then I had a Hulu uh, account. So we sure. did that. And then plus we bought a lot of content on iTunes, TV shows and stuff like that. But yeah. super cheap. And, um, you know, since we've gotten Amazon Prime, which is nice. And uh, I got the app, app Amazon Firebox for Christmas, oh, cool. which is it's OK. I don't like it as much as the Apple TV, but it's nice. And uh, did you hear about the Sling Box or the uh, Sling TV? No. Oh, big news here for all you dads out there. All right. Everybody who says they want to get rid of cable, Sling TV, which is associated with Slingbox, is coming out with a $20 a month live feed app for Amazon TV. And I think you can watch it online and a couple other things. It'll include ESPN, ESPN2, 
Disney Channel, ding, ding, uh, HDTV, Food Network, TNT, CNN, TBS, and like four other channels. Really? Yeah, $20 a month. And that's live. And I think they're talking about possibly in the future having content on demand stuff. Sure. So it's like everybody who's always like, I can't get rid of cable because I want to have ESPN and all this stuff. It's super cheap. So like right now we have Comcast. And um, I think like, yeah, right. <laughs> I checked my download speeds the other day. It was appalling. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it won't be any better after they hear this podcast. It's just no. <laughs> I keep pissing off all the wrong people. North <laughs> Korea, the FAA or whatever. Eh, whatever. FCC. Um, the CDC. FFA. 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 FFA, FFA yes. No, oh, man. I just can't win. Um, but anyway, so like it's like $60 a month. So we get like very basic TV channels if you wanted to watch that. Uh, sure. Internet and that's it. And then we pay for Netflix, which I'll probably get rid of when we get this Sling TV because only the kids really watch Netflix. And then keep Hulu and Amazon Prime. And you're still like way under, uh, you know, what you would pay for a month of cable. And now I even saw like HBO is going to be doing on demand. Yeah. You know? So you can pay just straight for streaming. Right. If you're awesome. into that. If you're, Yeah. No, uh, we cut the cable a year ago. We have Netflix streaming. We have Hulu, uh, which I'm not a big fan of the fact that Hulu gives you the same freaking commercials over and over. It drives me nuts. Yeah. That kind of sucks. Like, but, I mean, all in all, it's not that it's bad. It's not that bad. And then uh, uh, Amazon Prime, which we use Prime for everything. So, uh, uh, Have you found that on Amazon Prime it's just hard to find content? It is, but we – I have – uh, a Roku now, yeah. and I have yeah. the phone app for the Roku, yeah. so I can actually just type in what I want, and it yeah. on my phone, and it'll yeah. show up on the screen, which is really cool. Yeah, and, and they've just launched a whole bunch of new content. Like we liked watching American Pickers on History yeah. Channel or whatever it was, and now I can get all the you know up to the last season or whatever. So it's oh, that's cool. Yeah, so it, it's it's a little harder to navigate. I wish they'd make their yeah. user interface a little bit nicer, but it's, they can't though, because that'd basically be like Netflix, you know? Cause well, I think sure. Netflix and iTunes really have like gotten the UI. Right. Right. Yeah. There's and, probably some patent there that they can't right. infringe on. So, yeah, well, we, we got the firebox, Amazon firebox for mm-hmm. Christmas. And the one nice thing is because it's hard to find content on there is that they've got like an audio search. So you can just push a button and then it's like, bloop, bloop, and then you say what you want, and then it pops up on the screen, then you click it and go into it. Really? <clears throat> yeah, which That's is handy. But huh. the, the kind of the bad thing is, and I don't know if I just got a bad remote or something, but every time I go back to use it, my remote's dead. My batteries are dead. My hmm. remote, like, so I've changed the batteries in it four times. I mean, that's how many times I've used that, the can Amazon you, Firebox. Do they have an app for the phone that you can? Um, I don't know. I've got the Prime Music app, which is handy. Yeah, that's pretty handy. I Although it's, it kind of sucks to try and navigate through music on there, too, because it's like once you get into an album, you got to push all these buttons to get back to stuff. Sure. And here's the weird thing, too. All right. So the, and the Amazon TV, you can listen to the music mm-hmm. from Prime, but you have to log in on the website right, and yes. add albums yes, to I, the thing to listen to them on the TV box. But I can listen to them straight away on the app. Right. You can't, you can't add them easier. from the TV. I, I, yes. I, they have that that program on the Roku app and I thought maybe it was just because it was on the Roku and not on the Fire Stick or whatever but yeah it's uh, that's really weird I don't know why I think it'll get better I'm sure they'll improve the experience over time so yeah but Uh, look out for that Sling TV that's a that's a tip do the tip noise here Fuzz that's a big tip dad tips (laughs) dad tips (laughs) 
awesome. get the jingle department on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, I will call the jingle department. I can't sing. Okay. Take that out. That will be in the intro. Can you auto-tune my voice and put that in there? I might be able to, actually. I'll need to dig around the app. Call Kanye West and get my voice auto-tuned. Yeah, right. Exactly. All right. Well, that'll do it for another week of the show. It was... A good one, and and hopefully it'll sound better to everybody. I need to get a wind screen on this thing because you're going to probably hear me breathing and popping. But uh, (laughs) I've got one of those. I'm going to do that for next time, too. Yeah, so I ordered one. Asthmatic Darth Vader. Honestly, I ordered one on Prime while we were talking. (laughs) No way. (laughs) We will uh, check you again next Monday, and uh, have a good one. All right. The Not Bad Dad Podcast. New episodes every Monday. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash notbaddadcast. Subscribe at iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. I can't sing.